Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Now, I think you can tell a lot about a person by what their coffee order is. And I'm all right casting aspersions about someone solely based on a hot beverage. Now, if you order an Americano, chances are you're a very boring person. Sorry to break it to you. Very plain, a ready salted crisp eater. If you order a cappuccino, I want to kind of ask you, what's it like living in 1992? Get with the program, girls. Now, if you sat there drinking your beautiful flat white with oat milk, then chances are you probably think you are a really edgy, individual person who thinks they're saving the planet, when really you're just a cunt in a Carhartt overshirt. Do you know what I mean? And full disclaimer, I'm 100% a flat white with oat kind of girl. Good, hello and merry welcomes, weirdos. It's me, it's your friend. Actually, I don't know why I said that, because I'm definitely not your friend. You keep two metres apart from me at all times. Do you know what? I will social distance from the lot of you for good, actually, because I know what you like. Very clingy, very needy people, okay? And I feel like Taylor Swift. Everyone wants a piece of me. Actually, that's not, that's not even a Taylor Swift lyric. <laughs> 
Anyway, it's very difficult being me, being this popular, okay? So if you could all just bear with me, many thanks. <laughs> if you're new around these ends, welcome to the ATT pub. It's a growing gaggle of mentals and outsiders and oversharers and their friends, actually. And uh, you are more than welcome to stay a while, but keep your fucking shoes on, okay? Because I don't want anyone getting too comfortable around here. Don't get too complacent, okay? And I think that's helpful because that edge sort of makes you all a bit more interesting. (laughs) How to make friends and alienate people. Coming up (laughs) on the show, baps, rolls and bombs. And according to producer Tim, there is a lot of ranting this week. So I'm I'm very much here for that. Uh, But before that, if you want to get involved, join in the chat. Perhaps you've got a burning question. You know, maybe some of you might want to pull your fucking fingers out and like put a bit of effort into this. You know, other podcasts, people send them fan art, they do little jingles, they sing them little songs. What do I get from you? Oh, fucking moaning about the way that I say scented candles. Do you know what I mean? If you could put a bit of effort into this, this would, that would be really nice. <laughs> maybe you've got a jingle in you. <laughs> and if you have, you want to go to the doctor. <laughs> If you want to join in any of the chat, share a bit of love. All you've got to do is get open on the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. 0788-200-3420. Right, I think we should um, jump straight in, actually, this week. So there we go. Who's first in line, producer Deb? Hi, Scotty, producer Deb, Captain Maya, and everyone at the pub. Um, just listening to last week's episode, and just a shout out to Pauline. Oh, it's Lauren in Melbourne, by the way. Yes, I did speed friending as well. Now, I did do it in Zoom, so it was, I guess, slightly easier. But what I would say is, like, as you know, someone in their thirties trying to make new friends. A queer speed friending places I found like really, really good, really safe. And it was really, really lovely. And yeah, I did make a couple of friends. But I would just say everyone there is wanting the same thing and they're wanting to make friends and they're wanting to, you know, expand their chosen family. So I obviously have the complete opposite opinion to Scotty regarding this. So. Yeah, lol. Me and Scotty seem to be disagreeing a lot on stuff this week. Slippers and speed friending. So, well, I don't know. Go fuck yourself, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, the listenership tells me to go fuck myself. Well, it's only taken them two years. <laughs> Catch up, everybody. Well, Lauren, I wish I could say, Lauren in Melbourne, it was lovely to hear from you, but you go fuck yourself as well, because I think you are completely wrong. Those people, queer people aren't there wanting to make friends. It's just going to be sexes. That's what they want to do. They want to do the sex things with each other. I've watched documentaries about Grindr. Yeah, I know what they get up to when the blinds are down in their houses. It's a roller blind as well, not a Venetian blind, because they're just very hard to keep up with, aren't they? Very dusty. Anyway, Lauren... <laughs> It's okay that you're wrong, Lauren. Do you know what I mean? Don't be so defensive about <laughs> Listen, making friends as an adult is really quite difficult. It's quite complex, isn't it? Because like when you're a kid, you're just like, you know, 
hang out with people that sort of live near you that you like steal things with and you're like oh we're mates um or you like hang out and you climb on a bit of scaffolding and someone comes over and goes what's your name whereas as an adult kind of stealing things from a shop to find friends is a kind of a weird thing to do (laughs) so that's me full disclaimer everybody stop stealing to make friends okay thank you um but yeah i totally agree with lauren that it could be a really lovely Honestly, I am full of contradictions and I absolutely love myself for it. Um, It can be a really nice place. You know, I think in moments when I like feel queer solidarity, I really do feel it. But I think a lot of us are sceptical of it because a lot of queer space can be exclusionary. And we know this because we've spoken about this before. Certain types of queer space. So it sort of depends what the space is, I guess is what I'm going to say. So you go fuck yourself, Lauren, actually. Hi, Scotty and the team. It's Holly calling from North Carolina. This is just a response call. Oh, that's my dog. Hello, sweetie. Um, To something that you said on the podcast this week, which was about mindfulness and thinking positive thoughts and how you found it to be very unhelpful, you know, dealing with your mentals. And I would agree, of course. Um, But I have this theory based on nothing that there are two forms of mindfulness. There's the sort of mindfulness that you were describing, which is, oh, you know, find serenity, find happiness, find peace, blah, 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 which is bullshit, you know, sold to us by, I don't know, Western yoga teachers. And then there's the kind of mindfulness that, you know, like Jessamine Stanley practices, which is, it's okay for things to be shitty right now, just like be in the fact that they're shitty and don't try to fight it. And that's something that I have found incredibly helpful you know, in my mental health journey, just allowing myself to have bad days and to not fight the fact that I'm going to have bad days has just been such an incredible revelation and so helpful, um, especially during the pandemic. So those are just my two cents. Uh, One of the only times that I disagree with you, it almost never happens, you genius. Um, And hello to everybody in the pub. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. I mean, what is it this week? What have, I'm, I mean, is everyone against me? Honestly, I don't even know why I'm here. That's it, I'm going. That's, that's me doing miming that I'm walking down the stairs. I don't, I, there's no stairs near me. <laughs> Fine, I'll come back. <laughs> well, it's nice to know I'm valued. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Holly in North Carolina. Um, I knew it was you because I know the sound of your voice now. Isn't lovely because I remember the first time you called and you were like is this just a podcast of just all of your friends and I was like no I'm just very over familiar <laughs> but what made me a bit sad was that we don't know the name of your dog I thought there were two maybe there was two. Oh god maybe I'm bringing up something I shouldn't anyway if you could let us know I'd love an introduction to your dog because you're always like walking with your dog or doing something with your dog do you know what I mean so it'd be nice for us to get an audio picture of that mindfulness you're so right oh it's all of that Oh, you're in you're in a forest. I don't know what I'm making the sound of, like a bird or something. And you know, you can hear the wind in the trees. <sighs> Bullshit. And I'm like, I know audio too well that it's a lie. <laughs> and you know what? I do buy into the Jasmine Stanley School of Mindfulness because if you don't know, we've spoken about Jasmine on this podcast a few times because Jasmine is somebody who I consider to be my yoga teacher. I mean, Jasmine is yoga teacher to thousands of people, but thousands of people will also say, well, Jasmine is my yoga teacher. 
inclusive, fat positive, amazing person, full stop. If you don't know, go and have a Google. That's what the internet's there for everybody. But something that Jasmine always like says that sort of sticks with me is stop making this about you, please. <laughs> it's just stretching. Stop making this about you. And I really love that approach to things. And I really love that you redeemed yourself as well by saying that I'm a genius because I am. Holly in North Carolina, okay? And we won't have any more discussion on that. <laughs> Hi, Scotty and everyone else. It's Marilyn here from Eccles. Um, I saw your post about BAPs and I had a really, really intimidating breakfast BAP the other day. And before I had this, genuinely didn't believe there wasn't a portion size that I couldn't take on. But the cafe round from me does something called a bin lid BAP. Now, I thought this was an over-exaggeration and it's not. It genuinely is two slices of bread the size of bin lids filled with so much meat that it's like pouring out at the seams and like I had to cut it into slices like a pizza and I think I managed three quarters of it before I just had to have a lie down from eating so much meat so uh, yeah that's what I put in my bap a terrifying ridiculous amount of meat and eggs Um, I hope you're all well and uh, I hope to see you soon potentially for a bin lid bap Oh, hello, Maz in Eccles. I prefer to call it Eccles. I think Eccles make it sound dead common. And you know what I'm like. I like to think myself as being a bit posher than I actually am. So thank you for calling from Eccles. Now, I put out on the internet webs, peoples that are listening to this, oh, I'm bringing a burp. It's all that talk of me. Oh, gets me going in me down below. Well, not in me down below. Anyway, I put out a thing on the internet saying, I want to know what you're putting in your bap, in your roll, in your balm, in your bread cake. You know, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it. And so there you go, a bin lid bap. It sounds a bit excessive. It does. I mean, why is it? Honestly, one talk of a bacon sandwich and I'm getting the constitution of a nan I literally have. It sounds awful and amazing. It sounds like the quality of the meat. It's probably never seen a pig. Do you know what I mean? And that's not because you're vegan. That's just because it's all wheat and bulk. It would need some lubricant of the red sauce or brown sauce variety. I would accept HP because I've got notions. I don't mind a bit of daddy sauce either. (laughs) Also like a bit of bran. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to give this one a 4 out of 10. I think it just sounds too excessive. No, thank you. Hi, it's Gemma, and this is my roll order. Can't remember the other names you called it. One of them uh, was BAP, which I can't bear. (laughs) So I'm just going to say my roll, please. Cheese, ham, and salt and vinegar crisps. And... It's got to be buttered. That doesn't count as an ingredient, does it? So, you know, obviously. So, yeah, that's that. Thanks. And I know you're going to judge me hard. And I'm already prepared for it. So that's fine. Bye. Thanks, Gemma. See, the problem here is there's absolutely no lubricant on the mouth. It's a very dry, dry order that you've put together here. There's a key ingredient which you're missing. And that is pickle. You need some pickle. You need, for our friends that are listening elsewhere, a chutney. Do they call it pickle in Australia's and New Zealand's and Germany and Singapore and America, where we were trending all this week? (laughs) 
Do you call it Piccolo's there? Maybe you could call up and let us know. Do you have Branston Pickle? My God, could you imagine a life without Branston Pickle? Well, imagine Gemma's life. Very dry. And then salt and vinegar crisps added on top of that. It's even drier. My God. How do you lube your throat? (laughs) I didn't mean to say that, but you know what I meant. No, Gemma, two out of ten. Hello, Scotty. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been thinking about this fucking what would I put in my baps question for a very long time. If I didn't have a deadline for my answer, I'd be thinking about it the whole weekend. But basically, like, there's so many variables. It's like, if it's, you know, is it a soft bap? Because then it would probably be... And also, does butter count? Because I'm going to say butter doesn't count. So, butter in a soft bap. Butter, sausage that's got slightly crispy around the edges, ketchup and cheese, the best. If it's a crusty roll, just some good butter and honey roast ham, which actually is filling my mouth with saliva as I say it. There's so many fucking options. Okay, but I'll give you those two... And you can rip me, you can rip my bap apart. <laughs> okay, bye. Now, I would say hello, but you didn't even tell us your name, so you can go fuck yourself. Now, listen, I am deeply triggered by this because sausage and cheese. Have I, did I miss a chapter where cheese and sausage were a thing that went together? Cheese and ham, cheese and onion cheese and beans i mean it's not a sandwich but you know what i mean cheese and sausage not a thing we don't say oh what you're having tonight oh, i'm having cheese and sausage that is not a thing what you're having in your bap oh cheese and sausage please am i the weird one here and also yes of course there are going to be loads of fucking choices but th- that's why we're playing this game and no butter is not a given some people like margarine some people like Gemma probably have it dry I know Gemma said that she had butter with it, but, you know, just go with what I'm saying. I want to have the cheapest, saltiest, gnarliest, like, butter that's been made probably very unethically. (laughs) There is lots of different lubes that you could put on a (laughs) butter. I'm going to stop right here. Still to come, JRF gets cultural, first time for everything. (laughs) There is outrage at a wedding fair, God forbid, and apparently there's an excellent vomit story, so let's hold on to our handbags, girls. But first, wow, haven't many of you sent me pictures of your arts and your crafts? (laughs) I know I mentioned it last week about the ATT Craft Club. I didn't really think it through that maybe, like, trying to describe your art on the radio. I mean, it's a podcast, but, you know, we like delusions of grandeur this side. I didn't really think through how that would be not a very entertaining thing to do. So keep sending your nice artworks in and we will post them onto the Instagram next week. So get your ATT Craft Club submissions in, please. Thank you very much. Um, I do have a lovely letter of complaint here. Mm, It's an anonymous complaint as well, which I love really well. They want to complain on their friend's behalf who vehemently disagrees with me. Okay, so this is someone who's literally been like, my friend's upset with you. (laughs) Who vehemently disagrees with me that gay men have ugly dogs. (laughs) I knew it was going to come to this. I knew it was going to come to this. 
their friend is a gay man who likes huskies. So as you can imagine, I pushed further and it turns out that this friend, you know, the gay man who's a bit upset with my thoughts about gay dogs, doesn't even have a dog. (laughs) So the friend is like pissed off in theory. If you too would like to send a letter of complaint or send me your lovely pictures of your artwork, all you've got to do is find After the Tone podcast on the social medias and we'll do the rest. (laughs) Right, let's get back to the silly. Hi, Scotty. Hi, everybody at the podcast. Um, I've tried to do this a few times now and it keeps turning off. So I'm, fingers crossed, third time lucky. But yeah, I'm not used to doing things like this. Um, but I heard the call from Jay from Canada from a few episodes ago and I just I felt really moved by it and I just kind of also related and I just wanted to kind of ring in solidarity really and just say to him like I totally feel I think I feel similar and my experience was I became a mother um, at the beginning of the first lockdown so March 2020 yeah and I feel sad because obviously when people look back on when their children were born they quite often you know see it as a happy time and um it it it's not for me I've come a long way from the beginning and I have a great relationship with my daughter and she'll be too soon she has changed my life for the better but I related to what Jay was saying about I completely lost who I am yeah I used to draw I used to paint I don't really do any of that anymore I don't know who I am anymore I feel like I've completely lost my identity it's just hard just the whole thing and I think you know like a collective trauma for all of us and all of us coming out of it and yeah like life is going on and starting up again but I still feel like I've got one foot there, sort of trying my best, going to mum groups, stuff like that. But then, you know, also what Jay was saying about um, the people in Canada protesting and just the lack of self-awareness and awareness for others. And it's just like, similarly, in raising a child, it kind of makes you really think about your own trauma and how you're going to raise this little person. Oh, hello, new friend. I think you sound like you're new around these parts. So, welcome. Take a seat. Take your shoes off. You know, relax. You're here. I really want to address the first thing you said, which was like, oh, this hasn't been working. I don't really do these things. Like, often, honestly, it doesn't matter. No one needs a qualification to be here. We're all having a laugh with each other and sharing. Do you know what I mean? So, absolutely appreciate that you've stuck with it and you've got us a call and um, you got the message to us. And also, as well, the determination to send it in to offer some solidarity for a friend you've never met on the other side of the world. Isn't that lovely? So, 10 points to you. You can have a badge. Now, yes, it has been a wild time. And I really love that within Jay's vulnerability of being like, this is where I'm at, it spurred this conversation that's been now going on for two, three, four weeks. The thing that was coming up for me is I had this friend and I said to her um, once, what was the first thing you thought about when they handed you your baby, your child? Famous child now, actually. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I'm mixed with all sorts. And she said, they handed me him, and I just thought, 
he stinks of shit. <laughs> he stinks of shit. And she was like, it was at that moment that I realised you've got to learn to like the child. Like, you love the child. Like, you do everything for the child, apparently. But you've got to learn to like the child. Which is, And I just didn't even... Like, it's just one of these things that didn't even come into my mind where you're like, oh, yeah. And I guess when I talked to my mum about what it was like when me and her were on our own and, like, we were in the homeless shelter and all of that stuff, and she was like, yeah, it was really hard. Like, I really struggled, you know. I knew that you were... You know, my key to getting out and to living life and changing my life, but it was really difficult. Anyway, I'm not saying that you felt any of these things about your child, but, um, what I guess I sort of interpreted some of what you were saying as sort of postnatal depression, but you could tell me otherwise. But that's kind of the string of thought that I was going on with this. Have you, listener, got something you want to respond to? Maybe you are a parent, maybe you can understand this in more ways than I don't. If you do, you know what to do open up the whatsapp and send us a voice note that's all you got to do you know this person has just done it broken the seal now i hope you become a regular are you scotty love how are you it's that jrf here are you tim are you cat are you maya and hello producer deb <laughs> me and that jamie stewart you know did the the voiceover um and was a horny vicar we went to go to the uh, theatre, I know. He had a free, t- well, he had a spare ticket to go and see Bedknobs and Broomsticks. And I know you're a big fan of The Age of Not Believing. I'd sing it, but we'd probably have to pay Disney money and they fund hatred. So I won't, but it was it was dead good. So, yeah, um, that was really nice to be lost in the magical world of theatre. Even though it did feel like I was at some sort of super spreader event because it was just full of kids. But, um, yeah, bag of Maltesers, bubbly water, sitting quite close to the front. And, uh, yeah, trying to look at the, I could see the wires to make the bed fly and the the broomsticks. And you know what I did? (laughs) I just said to myself, let it go, Jareth. Let it go. Just uh, don't look for the wires. Just enjoy the magic. And and, uh, my friend uh, was telling me the other day, they were like, that should be a motto for life. Don't look for the wires. Just embrace the magic. Anyway, this has been a rambly load of nonsense. But just wanted to check in with you all and say, I uh, just, yeah, pop my head around the corner of the pub and uh, and wish you all well. But anyway, I'm, uh, I'm going to go to bed now. Because I'm going on a little trip to Glasgow to see my friend, Abby. Got my bus pass now. Um, you can travel nationwide in Scotland. So I'm going to go to Glasgow for the day and see my pal. Dead excited. Any road. Love and light. God bless, sweethearts. And a big kiss from that JRF. Bye. Oh, so don't worry about us. Chop liver, me, Tim and Maya and Kat. You know, just chop liver. But when it gets to producer Deb, producer Deb. Mwah. What about our, where are our kisses, JRF? Where are our chopped liver? Don't, do, do you know what? Keep your fucking kisses to yourself, girl. Anyway, Maltesers, controversial. Very loud snack. I think people that go to the theatre with loud snacks are A, inspiring, and B, completely annoying. Um, because, I mean, I would love nothing more than to sit there with a cheese and onion bap uh, and salt and vinegar crisps, because as you know, my absolute favourite to have such a dry mouth texture with my friend Gemma, but just haven't got the audacity. 
I haven't got the audacity. Do you know what? I miss the days of an ice cream seller in the theatre. If there was a message to be taken from this, I think it is always look for the wires. Fuck leaning into the magic. No! I love knowing how it's done. I love seeing behind the... What's they call it? Behind the... Behind, Debbie, what's they call it? Behind the... As if she knows she's barely fucking cultured. I like seeing behind the thing. You know, the curtain. Thank you very much. 10 points. Everybody's screaming that at home at me. Love seeing behind the curtain because I think, this, you know, let's just lean into the truth. You know, magic doesn't exist. It's not real. It's not a thing. So it's just good to know what we're all dealing with because I think these ideas that we have about our lives all being magical and this, that and the other, as much as it would be gorgeous, I mean, no one's lived that life, have they? No one's lived that life where their bed has flown out the window. And I think that corporation has got a lot to answer for, giving us high expectations of what the world was going to be when actually the harsh reality of it is, it's it's far from the truth. Anyway, lovely to hear from you, as ever. Love and light from your friend, SRF. <laughs> Hi, Scotty, be here. Uh, hope you're all well. Uh, so, I'm getting married in a few months. As my partner and I went to a wedding fair yesterday, it was very nice. We got lots of freebies, it was very fun. Uh, but one thing that bothered me there was the fact that there was a personal trainer there, and she was clearly there to target all of the people, like we are. And basically, she was trying to promote services to, for us to get fit for a wedding and get in shape. And she had like this little iPad with like before and after pictures on it. It's like if all women, of course, it's like in gym wear. Oh, before she they were tortured by this woman, and after they were tortured by this woman, oh, so fun. You know, I just thought it was so fucking predatory. Like, you come there and have a nice time, you've got some woman, like, telling all that people, oh, you need to lose weight before you're ready. Oh, fuck you, you smarmy dick. She did have a really smarmy face as well, I hated her. So when she finished, was finished bothering us, I just went straight to the uh, cake stand behind us and got a nice free sample of cake. And it hadn't been wrapped in like six layers of fucking cling film in a plastic bag and in a paper bag. I would have looked her right in the eye and eaten it. But I couldn't do that because it was too difficult to get into. But I'd enjoy all the freebies, like the free cider and the free box fears and the free cake and the free cheese. Because the company, uh, cheese wedding cakes are a thing now. Not my thing, but I think that sounds pretty cool. Oh, hello. Now, B here. Thank you very much. It sounded like, well, in my head, I thought maybe you're sending me this while she's having a wee, which I totally advocate for. I think we should have more phone calls when people are having wees. There you go. I'm just putting it out there. I totally advocate for this hatred for this person. I mean, you would have just thought personal trainers at the best of time, right? Okay. Now, I know everyone's going to be like, no, nah, oh, personal trainers. There's going to be some Julie personal trainer listening to this in Southampton who's like, I'm actually a nice person. Yes, I'm sure you are. But, you know, we're casting aspersions and we're all saying you're all the same. Because, you know what? Have a day off. Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking chill the fuck out. And the absolute 
ridiculousness of like this is somebody that I spoke to six months ago and then this is them now after six months and they'd be like yeah do they have a fucking eating disorder after fucking leaving I want to know what their mental health state is I don't want to know how flat their stomach is or what you've done to them I want to know what their mental health is like after they've had to deal with you it sort of links back to that mindful bullshit for me they are full of those one lines of absolute fucking cocks wallop aren't they I mean I just invented that word because it's cod's wallop but I just felt the need to say Cox. <laughs> Someone with you. Yeah, we ate the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, the main thing to focus on here is you're getting married. You're going to have a day of having a lot of praise to put upon your relationship. You're going to have a day of people coming together to say, we really like the pair of you. Do you know what I mean? It's very conventional of me to think you're getting married to one person, but you know, Maybe you are. I mean, you have to in this country, didn't you? You can't get married to other people. Anyway, that's opening up a whole other thing what I wanted to say. It's like, congratulations. Really focus and lean into that love. Do you know what I mean? You're going to have a lovely time and enjoy that cake. Cheesecake. I mean, I know cheesecake, but cheesecake. Like a Stilton ca- Not sure how I feel about it. You'll have to leave that one with me. It's time for your favourite of mine. It's time for the DM slide. Where listeners slide into my DMs and tell me confession that they couldn't dare put their voice to. It's a controversial one this week. Not going to lie, MGL. Um, But, you know, I just read what's sent to me. Don't shoot the messenger, as they say. So this DM slide comes from C. C says, during the first lockdown, I was staunchly pro-COVID regulations and doing my best to stay safe. But one night I got... I actually can't say that. I can't say that. Okay, no, if I say that, Debbie will look at me strange. One night I got... I'm going to say this person's um, throat was used for arousal. Let's say that. Okay. By a straight married man whose name I still don't know, but I see on the reg. FYI, he wears a mask, so I don't know what he looks like. You're sincerely C. (gasps) (laughs) there's so much in that to unpack i did say controversial if you want to confess a mask what sort of mask god i've got so many questions if you want to confess the invoiceable the unvoiceable uh who knows find me on instagram or twitter and slide into my dms are you scotty are you debs are you tim my cat the whole crew down the pub the att gang guess who's had their meds upped yeah, it's me, it's not you. You're right. Make your own fucking badges. I love it. It's the correct attitude to have, in my opinion. Absolutely, 100%. You want shit? Fucking make it. I'm fed up of telling my students, like, be the change you want to be in the world. And if you want your own fucking merchandise, you can make that and all. Is this, like, supposed to be a, a new wave fucking postmodernist arts and crafts movement? I don't know. Community-based summit. They're all the buzzwords, aren't they, these days? <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Anyway, much love to you all. I uh, don't really have any stories, <laughs> apart from the fact that I'm just as mental as always, and uh, reading lots of books. All right, take it easy. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you very much, Nat. Here now, you raise an interesting question because this is something that I've put over on the Patreon, Patreon.com/forward/slash/after the tone. 
where um, I've given people their own template to make their own merchandise. Because I tell you what, yes, we can say that this is part of a green agenda. Yes, we can say it's because we don't want many things in the world. But I just also can't be fucking bothered. I don't want to sit there writing out fucking envelopes to, you know, Gemma in a car in Hertfordshire. (laughs) love that Gemma gets the sharp end of the stick all the time. And honestly, if you met Gemma, because it's one of the only people that I do know in real life, Holly, in North Carolina, that <laughs> is the nicest person you'll ever meet. And that's why it's quite funny. But we ate Gemma at the same time. Uh, don't give it a st- Everyone stop looking at Gemma. Everyone stop feeling sorry for Gemma. So anyway, I think people should make their own fucking things. But now, that has been on the Patreon for two or three weeks. Has anyone fucking done it? Have they fucked? So all of this conversation, all of these weeks, if we want a fucking badge, we want a fucking badge, I give them the tools, Nat, to make a fucking badge. And do they fucking make a badge? Do they fuck so they can all go fuck themselves? Hi, Scotty. First time listener, long time Instagram stalker from Edinburgh. I've got a vomit story. I don't even know if you're still if you're still doing these on like episode 153 or whatever whatever you guys are on. Um but basically it was like graduation, me and my course friends went out for drinks in Glasgow and we went to this it felt like a club to me because I was so drunk and it was kind of dark, but people were having their like Christmas lunches. Anyway, I got so drunk. I was being so inappropriate. Um, I was like sitting on people's tables and I was like, why are people having Christmas dinner? It's not even Christmas. Like just awful. Now, previous to this, my friend asked if she could put her graduation certificate in my bag with mine I was like absolutely escorted out of the place with my bag I had no idea where I was I got to the train station got on the train it was like only a few carriages long I literally got on the train and felt so ill like immediately I was like I'm gonna vom so I moved to the carriage that had the toilet and I was like if I need to go I will go I was being really sensible (laughs) the toilets were shut so I was instantly in such a panic what did I have to be sick in? My bag. So I was sick in my bag, <laughs> fell asleep, did up my bag, got off the train with my bag of vom, and my boyfriend picked me up. The next day, I'd found out that he cleaned my bag, and I was like, oh my God, where are the graduation certificates? Fuck. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um... Anyway, so I quickly ran through to the kitchen where they were. Mine was fine. Hers had a vomit on it. Not a lot of vomit, but like enough that I had to weave a lie. (laughs) So I posted her graduation certificate back with a little card inside. Just like a little nice, hey, like had such a nice day drinking, like blah, blah, blah. And then P.S. Really sorry accidentally spilt some soup on your graduation certificate (laughs) she texts me being like thanks so much and she was like oh real shame about the soup I'll try and um get it off or like something she was like my mum was gonna frame it she still might frame it oh my god so a piece of my vomit is framed in Glasgow somewhere on somebody's wall I just like mortified 
you could just see where it was going as well, couldn't you? Where you're just like, oh no. <laughs> well, welcome, first time caller, long time Instagram stalker, FTC L I S. <laughs> and what a way to walk into the room. I mean, do you know what I love? It's the elaborate lies that we tell to save ourselves from shame. I just don't know why we just don't go. Now, you know, I was fucked and there were toilets closed and I just vomited over it. <laughs> just, you know what? I think that's the way of being. Let's all stop trying to run away. But I mean, if we didn't do that, we wouldn't have excellent stories like these and half the amount of shit and vomit stories. <laughs> 10 points. Well done. Welcome to the room. If you too have got a story like that, you know what to do. Well, that's your pixie lot. We've run out of time. That's all. That's all you're getting, actually. That's all you deserve. You've had far too much attention. Um, so that number one more time, if you want to join in anything you've heard today or anything that you haven't heard or things that are sort of playing on your mind or stories of shame or embarrassment that you want to share, open up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. Zero seven double eight two hundred three four two zero. And listen, time's running out. I mean, actually, sorry, that's trigger warning. That's just cued an existential crisis for many of you. (laughs) I mean, time's running out of this series. I mean, time is running out. I mean, we all are going to die. But, you know, (laughs) try and find a better way to run this up, Scotty. (laughs) The season is running out. As you've heard, some first-time callers this week it doesn't hurt. Once you've ripped off the plaster, we're all friends here. It's a bit of a laugh. Honestly, you won't regret it. So do please feel free to join in. Um, So that's it from us for another week. So remember to brush your teeth and to wash in between your crevices, your dirty cow. (laughs) Until next time, remember that two thongs don't make a right, okay? And a bird that is stoned is worth two on top of the pups. I've lost the plot. Over and out. See you in a bit. After the Tone is hosted by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, vice producer Tim Bano, assistant producer Maya Miller-Lewis, digital producer Kat Prill. After the Tone is a Debbie's production production. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.